Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Which comes from a throwaway account and is titled, I found out my 31 male ex-wife 27 female cheated on me while she was pregnant. Now she says I'm emotionally manipulative because I'm cold and distant during custody switches. My 31 male found out my now ex-wife 27 female had cheated on me last year when she was six months pregnant. The affairs happened before and during the pregnancy. She had reasons and excuses and didn't want to get a divorce. She wanted to stay together and do couples therapy. I told her to go ahead and get therapy, but cheating was a deal breaker for me, so we got a divorce. The house was mine before we got married, so she moved back in with her parents, who had enough room to set up a nursery and give my ex the guest room. We agreed to an even 50-50 split of custody. My wife has our daughter Sunday to Wednesday and the original plan was for her to drop her off at daycare on Wednesday morning and my nanny pick her up around noon and brought her back to my house where my daughter would stay with me until Saturday night or Sunday morning, depending on what worked best for everyone. Then my ex said she thought daycare was misplacing some things she was sending in for her to bring to my house because a few times our daughter came home short some bottles or without her binky. So, X said she wanted to drop her daughter off at our house directly to make sure all of her things get to me. So, she started picking her up from daycare on her breaks and dropping her off here. I work from home on Wednesdays and Fridays. Even so, I'm working. When X began dropping off Nadine at my house, it was normal about 12.30. My daughter's nanny, a nice old lady from Barbados, not sure of her age, but I'd say late 50s to 60s, was the one to answer the door for my ex and take my daughter and her things since I was in my office working. Ex began saying she wanted to speak to me directly when she dropped off. She said she felt like she was unloading a lot on the nanny and didn't want her to forget to tell me anything. I would be lying if I said I didn't still have some resentment and anger towards my ex. I don't want my daughter to see that though. So when I talk to my ex, I try to be as emotionally even as possible. Just talk about things that pertain to my daughter and no more. At today's drop-off, Nadine had a dirty diaper, so her nanny took her upstairs to change her. My ex asked me how I was doing and I told her I was fine, thank you, and began to walk back to my office. She sees herself out. She used to live there. As I was walking away, she says, you know, I'm getting really sick of your shit. I didn't even get a chance to ask her what shit she was talking about when she just started freaking out, saying I was emotionally manipulating her by being cold and distant. That she shouldn't be punished forever for her mistakes and how me hating her is the same as me hating my daughter. I let her finish yelling and then told her to leave. I think my best bet is to go no contact with her again and not see her for drop-offs anymore. But I was looking for some other perspectives or opinions on the matter if you might have them. 
Edit, I got a paternity test done once I found out she's cheated. My daughter is mine. I almost laughed at the last bit when she said, you know, that you was emotionally manipulating her. Yet she turns around and says straight after that how hating her is the same as me hating my daughter. But she's clearly still trying to get back into your life by turning up at your house and trying to talk to you. And I don't blame you for not wanting to talk to her at all, apart from about, you know, your daughter that you have together. And she needs to realize that if she wants to maintain a, a okay-ish co-parenting relationship, she needs to back off with, with the chit-chat and just talk about the stuff that's about your daughter. And that's it. But as always, we're going to cover some comments to see what they say. And we're going to start off with Beppo, who says, I don't know how no contact would work, but even sharing of your daughter's time. Definitely as little contact as possible continue being a stone wall you could say you and i don't need to have an emotional connection all we do is handle business with our daughter pine box waiting says it appears that your ex is hoping for reconciliation trying to find ways to see you since that's not an option for you returning to no contact is best you'll need to get over a betrayal enough that you can be in the same room with her for your daughter's sake but nothing more is required opie responded saying i can still be in the same room and be cordial to her I just don't want to make small talk and be friends. Alive in Joburg says time to set boundaries that are healthy for you and your child. I'd suggest two things. One, a parenting app. Keep things extremely civil by forcing both of you to only communicate about co-parenting. Some of them have filters that flag a conversation that is going to turn into an argument. It makes it super business-like and less like friends. Two, no more pick up and drop off at home local police station, another public space, whatever. And if pick up and drop off has to happen at home, no entering each other's homes. Even if it was a home at one point, it is no longer a home so she needs to be treated like a guest. If you deny access, then that's it. CA Girl 17 says, yeah, sometimes cheaters are delusional. My ex-husband did and still does this. I've made myself as clear as day and he still continues to be annoying. My advice would be to not respond unless it's in regards to your daughter. My ex still tries to text like we're cool and I ignore every one of them unless it pertains to her. He eventually gets the hint. I'd also go back to having a deal directly with your nanny when she does drop-offs. Another thing your ex is sick of your shit because you are not reacting. My ex is the same way. Keep doing what you are doing. Reaction only gets them more riled up. And one more comment from Joe Mama 67 who says, My brother-in-law has 50-50 split custody with an ex who's extremely manipulative. We'll make the daughter call to ask time to do something with mum on his days so he either has to say yes or no to the daughter or look like a bad guy and other use the child actions naturally this is emotionally harmful to his daughter so the court set up a message system that is viewed by a third party to handle and document all communications i can't remember what it is called but it was set up by the guardian that represented the child's needs because the divorce was contentious it works like a charm or look into something like that that way the ex can't make false accusations. That's all make all contact through text or email so you have documentation if she would ever take you back to court. Do not underestimate the length a manipulative ex will go to. So then OP came in to update the post which says, First of all, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who took the time to comment their support, sympathies and advice. I didn't get a chance to respond to all the comments but I read and appreciate them all. There were so many great suggestions. Someone suggested a website called Talking Parents, which I believe is going to be a great resource for my ex-wife and I. The thing I need to keep reminding myself is that in five or 10 years, the negative and betrayed feelings I have for my ex-wife will most likely fade. 
but a hostile relationship between the two of us will impact our daughter forever. Because of this, I sat down with my ex-wife and had a recorded conversation about our situation. I was very open and honest with her. I told her that I still had negative feelings towards her as my ex-wife, but as the mother of my child, I would always treat her as civilly and respectfully, but we had to have boundaries. I told her that we are going back to the original plan where she drops her off at the daycare Wednesday mornings and my nanny picks her up in the afternoon. We're going to communicate through the website which items should be sent home with her so the nanny can double check to make sure she has everything. My ex-wife isn't happy. I think she was coming to my house in hopes of reconciliation, but I told her respectfully, but in no uncertain terms, that it was never going to happen. But I would love to evolve our relationship as awesome co-parents to an amazing little girl. And maybe one day, friends. Again, thank you to everyone who took the time to reply to my post. This community has been a wonderful resource for me. Hope you all have a wonderful night. And there was lots of comments below this one saying they don't think the ex is just going to leave it there. They think they're going to escalate the situation. But as far as we've seen, there's been nothing of that at the moment. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Lucas Lancome, who says, Am I the asshole for telling my wife she will respect our daughter, not wanting her to meet her girlfriend because she made it this way? So I have a 16-year-old daughter, Harley. My wife is extremely, extremely religious and is very against anything other than what is written in the Bible. I'm still religious, but once Harley arrived, it got me thinking that what if my daughter does something that doesn't fit into my beliefs? My wife, however, is the exact opposite of me. Now the conflict. About a year ago, my daughter said that she likes girls. She told me first and then we sat my wife down and told her the news. She was not happy with it. My wife didn't say anything to her and just looked disappointed. I was upset at this. As long as her partners aren't hurting her in any way, it's not our place to shame her for that. I told my wife that she cannot try to tear our daughter down because she doesn't agree and she is going to have to make a sacrifice for the sake of our daughter and her well-being and to please make her feel supported. Turns out my wife was going to my daughter and showing her all of these different dating apps of only men, trying to set her up with guys, recommended her to date one of her friend's sons and forced her to go out with him. She ended up telling my daughter she was not normal from this and she needs to go to confession because this is a phase. This went on for months and I had no idea. She would stop when I was around. My daughter ended up breaking down when I asked her what was going on and told me everything. To say I was angry would be an understatement. I'm furious at my wife. Honestly, what she did was so outdated and cruel to the point that I was not sleeping with her and I was sleeping in the guest bedroom for a while. I couldn't even look at her. We went to marriage counseling after this and my wife hasn't changed much. She still lets these comments slip, but bites her tongue more, I guess. My daughter got a girlfriend and she wanted me to meet her. She sat down with both of us and said that she only wanted me to go and that she didn't trust my wife enough to not make a comment at this. As I was getting ready, my wife was mad about this, saying that she couldn't believe she could exclude her from this. I said she shouldn't be. She's made our daughter feel this way and the only way to fix it is to get over a ridiculous homophobia. I told her that she's letting her religion get in the way of the love for her daughter and in a few more years, she'd be asking why she doesn't talk to her anymore. I said, until she can show our daughter how much we love and support her, she won't interfere with this. This is a step forward for our daughter, and she doesn't get to stomp on that. 
my wife started crying and stopped speaking to me. She told our therapist this and he thinks I was wrong because this is what she grew up on. But I think that's just an excuse for homophobia. My family is also saying I'm an arsehole. So, am- This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss my so there were some relevant comments where op gave some additional information the first comment from op said we already see that i don't feel like i'm the arsehole however to make it fair i'll tell you what my wife says so to respond to that my wife was saying that she felt like i wasn't understanding to her religious beliefs and that this is hard news for her to accept but she's still trying here She says that she has always believed in God, so I can't just expect her to breach all of her beliefs with this and expect her to not to try to fix it. I'm going to be honest, I am not sympathetic to this at all, especially because it's been a year. And this is honestly just heartbreaking to watch a parent not be accepting to their kid. But that's no secret. But I guess arsehole on here always seem to actually be arseholes when they think they're not arseholes. So I'm just seeing if I really am wrong here. Someone questioned OP about divorce, to which his response was, I came close to divorce a few times. After I found this out, I was ready to hand her the papers. However, before I did, I did talk to my daughter first. This affects her too, more than me before anyone questions why I did it. When my parents divorced, I wanted them to talk to me too, so I did the same. We talked for a while. My daughter wasn't fond of the idea of divorce, reasoning being that if we did, she would be with me and not her mum. She feels like us being together gives some hope that her mum will change her decision, but if we aren't, she fears that she won't change and she won't get a relationship with her, and if we divorce. This was about two months ago, so I stopped what I was doing. I said that we could try therapy as a family and marital counselling. We talked to my wife about it and she said okay. However, I guess I can't really say that anymore because there hasn't been much of a change like we hoped. I think my daughter is just accepting that her mum isn't willing to change. Going to therapy was a bad choice and I should have just divorced, but I hoped I was doing right and salvaging any amount of relationship they had. I wanted the same as my daughter, but I guess this wasn't the way to go about it or the adult thing to do. I realized that and now I guess I just figure out the first step and go from there. And the comments were just like pretty much 100% not the arsehole. And then they went on to their update, which says I'll jump right into it. I talked to Harley's mum. I said that, 
Number one, she needs to go to therapy with someone who doesn't choose someone's side and someone who helps her see others' point of view. But I'm not willing to do that with her. That's something she needs to do on her own. Two, if she continues this, you ruin any chance with her. And as a mum, she made a decision to protect her. Not be the reason she needs protection. Three, I hope that one and two sunk in because I'm not going to be here to pick up the pieces for a shitty behavior. And now more than ever is the time to redeem herself if she even can. Because we are absolutely getting a divorce. The most I can say is it was not taken well. I talked to Harley. I explained that we're getting a divorce. None of this is on her and it never was. But she needs the choice to not deal with us anymore. I want her to do the little things and feel free to bring around anyone she wants and not be worried of her parents' reaction. I said this doesn't mean their relationship is over. I'll still be right here with her to try and redeem any relationship with her mum if she wants me to. I know it's a big change, but it's no one else's job but her mother's to fix her issues. I said again this wasn't her fault, but it also isn't her responsibility, and it was my fault to go on with this. She was sad at first, but came to terms with this. Many said to make it clear that this was not her fault, and I tried my best to make sure she understood this. I stayed in a hotel for a while and hardly had some fun with my brother. I got a little house quick and quickly started moving everything I could. Harley got to decorate her new room. I got her into therapy too. Her mum is still swearing that Harley is going to hell. Harley needs confession. She's insulted and cursed Harley in person, and then tried to act like a sweet caring mother in text and voicemail. She tried saying I'm the abusive one. She said that I was forcing her to like girls. She said I was now going to hell. A shit father and husband threatened to take Harley away permanently. Much more than that, I don't think I can put on here. I think she took this as a challenge. As I said before, I give Harley the choice to stay with me or 50-50, etc. With her age, there's a good chance she gets to choose, especially given the circumstances. I think she forgot what it was like to not walk on eggshells. After a week, she said that she thinks she wants to stay with me and just visit her mum with no sleepovers. I've sent a lot more of her girlfriend around the house and it's clear Harley's much more comfortable in her own skin and sexuality. Things are still hectic, but looking up overall. I've taken most advice. We have divorced, moved out, gone to therapy and just commonly reminding that this isn't her fault nor responsibility. Then there were some more comments below that post from OP and it started off with saying, I didn't have enough room in there to say it, but we do have proof of all the cussing out Harley, slut shaming, homophobia. Harley has some recordings of it. I have recordings of that and some of the conversations too. That didn't go so well. Also found out what those dating apps were. Yeah, no, these were legal adults like grown ass men, which she had admitted to that I was recording, thank goodness. I had a pretty good batch of documents and proof, but I'm still constantly taking note of everything and all conversations with her. Then about the custody, Opie continues, as of right now, she's with me. However, with all the videos and evidence of what she's done, regardless of her age or her opinion on her to be with, there is such a small chance she can be granted custody at all. She has to prove that for some reason, Harley shouldn't be in my custody. And even when asked, she can't say anything but I force Harley to be gay. We have a really good chance at this, but let's just hope this goes all right. And then someone was skeptical about getting a divorce and a house so quickly, etc. And OP replies that saying, never said everything was finalized. There's a long court battle ahead at waiting for me. As for the house, you can get a house as soon as a few weeks or one month. So yeah, I had to move quick. 
did you expect me to stay in a hotel for the next few months? Can't stay with my brother. My crazy family is cut off. I can't go into my ex's house. Some people may or may not need to come to the house throughout this. I have to show stability. My daughter needs a home and her own room. What else did you expect me to do? Then OP says, I got her into therapy too. Overall, I've taken most advice. We're getting divorced, moved out, gone to therapy. And now I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's have one more story from Willing Strawberries who says, Am I the asshole for not attending my husband's celebration dinner due to the restaurant not having anything I could eat? My husband has been working really hard the last two years to advance at his company. and He finally got the promotion he's been after. I'm really, really proud of him. His parents are too and wanted to take us all out for dinner to celebrate. My husband absolutely loves prime rib and there's only one place in our area that serves it so he picked that restaurant. Thing is, I'm not fond of steak. I'll eat it but very rarely. I prefer chicken or fish. I looked up the menu before leaving and right now they have a limited menu. The place had only one fish entree and two chicken entrees and none of them sounded good for various reasons. I suggested that he pick someplace else so everyone can eat. He refused, citing that we rarely get to go to this place but go to other places in our area regularly, which is true, but those places have lots of variety so everyone can eat. He suggested that I ask if they could prepare the fish or chicken without the marinades or sauces, but I didn't want to be difficult for the kitchen staff. His next suggestion was that I order dessert while everyone else ate entrees and, and then when we were done, he would take me where I wanted so I could eat dinner while he and the kids ate dessert. So I opted to just not go because I didn't want to sit there not eating and not having a good time while everyone else was. My husband asked me to go so he could celebrate with the people most important to him. I told him no again and that he needed to get going before he was late. He did go but came back a little over an hour later with the kids and they all had to go boxes. He said he couldn't think of what to tell the kids about why I didn't go. When they kept asking without lying or making me sound bad so he just got an order for them to go and let the kids spend some time with their grandparents talking in the parking lot. I told him he should have stayed but he said I put him in a bad spot with the kids and that I knew he wanted everyone there. I should have just gotten over my picky eating for one night. I maintain if he really wanted us all to eat dinner as a family then he should have picked a restaurant with a more accommodating menu. Am I the arsehole? I'm just going to read one comment from this one from Tendonin who says, You're the arsehole, selfish, and a poor partner. Don't lie. It wasn't that there was nothing you could eat, there was nothing you wanted. You also were too scared to ask the staff for a substitution. It's one dinner. You won't starve if you don't eat anything on the plate, nor will it poison you. Your husband doesn't get to go to this restaurant he likes often because he is honoring your wishes most of the time, but you can't deal with it for him one time. You basically told your family, my food preferences are more important than your feelings or supporting you. Then you left your husband in the awkward spot of having to try and lie for you. Because if he told everyone the real reason you missed the dinner, then he would be calling you an asshole like this entire thread is. Apologize and learn that sometimes you don't get everything exactly how you want it. And pretty much that comment for me, you know, this was his moment, his day. You said that you would eat steak, but it's very rarely so why couldn't this be one of those rare times that you eat steak so it just felt like you're not getting what you wanted so you're going to stay home and sulk about it I even offered you 
other options as well about taking you somewhere else you could eat dessert to that place and then he'd take you for a main somewhere else afterwards and then they would eat dessert there which i thought was a, a great compromise but it kind of felt to me like it was your option to make him feel bad by not going in and saying oh quick you gotta go now you gotta go now but i turn it to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories your love support and time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved hopefully i will see you in the next one take care and much love catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 